dropped off a pretty little girl Same grade as me Tried to kiss her once in the aisle of the bus And she walked right over me Face down in the gum on the floor I was hoping that Rooster Production brings you Under the Water Tower Presented by Team Couch of Birch Realty Group And now, here are your hosts Matt Crane and Derek Biglane. Good afternoon, Matt. Good afternoon, Derek. This is a wonderful Monday afternoon. We have, it looks like we have a little rain coming on the way, which uh, we so desperately need. I hope it rains for one-inch solid soaking four-hour rain because that's what we need. Uh, but, Matt, I guess I'm back on the mic after taking a day off because uh, of, I guess, um, some illness that ran in your family. Right. And that's kind of has to do with your word from the weekend. So weren't really commenting it now other than I hope that you're feeling better than uh, the majority of the people that listens to this football teams did this weekend because that was uh those were beatdowns yeah Derek. um the state of mississippi did not fare very well it was ugly it was uh, very, well, very ugly memphis lost Ole miss lost mississippi state lost i saw this stat Derek. mississippi state had not scored a touchdown in tuscaloosa since 2014 that was before that <laughs> last touchdown her score combined score in the last four trips to tuscaloosa was 146 to three that is tough i mean that, that, that's getting a on look. the bus i'm not and i'm not <laughs> because it's Mississippi State, I've played football, sports, athletics, all those different things, as have you. Knowing the final score before you get on the bus is not fun. Yeah, that's just – It is not fun. I mean, not, uh, I mean, I played a lot of baseball. Going to play the baseball team that just – I mean, when it's all said and done, they were faster, stronger, oh, better, yeah. harder hitting, and going on the bus knowing it was a 9-1 to loss, 7-1, <laughs> to one, keep you just interested enough to where you – you don't get the 10-run rule. Alabama's a juggernaut. They always have been. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm, I guess maybe we'll be hoping for a, a 35-7. No, score. no, man. Come we'll on. see how we do. That's but I, will say I can't wait for the Alabama game. It's be, I mean, it, look, it is what it is. We, it, that's what our schedule is. Definitely backloaded. LSU and Alabama play before us. I mean, it's just a numbers game. Wouldn't surprise me if a two, maybe three-loss team got to go play in the West and uh, see what happens. So We'll see, we'll see what we'll happens. See. And again, uh, also for our sports segment, there are a couple teams, one on the good side, one on the bad side, that also has some of those beat down runaway scores that we'll get to here in a little while. Before that, Matt, great interview on Friday. Um, just had a wonderful interview with Henry Miner. Really enjoyed listening to you interview him and all the great information he had. Talked about what it means to him as a father, uh, as an architect, what it could mean for the city. Also mentioned some other cities, four or five that he mentioned that had you know, already done this and had it in place and had these wonderful parks. And again, we were also given a list. Was it 62 cities, Matt? Uh, in the state of Mississippi, they already have some type of tax similar to what the uh, Penny for the Parks or the Corns for Kids, the Hernando is looking at. So again, just a wonderful interview. Thank you, Derek. I enjoy interviewing Henry. He is a friend of both of ours, just a really good guy, as you mentioned. He and I text a little bit and he said, hey, thanks for the interview. Sounded good. And I told him, hey, you spoke from a professional level, but the personal level, the level about being a dad, that's what people are going to pay attention to and really listen to. So, so many times when it comes to political things or comes to government issues, so many people say, well, they don't get, they don't live in the same experience that we're having, or they, they set the rules or make the rules and don't live it. Henry has all three kids in a number of different sports. Time is running out with it when it comes to with his kids in the parks department. So he's ready to get started. He's ready to see if they can uh, benefit from some of these things with the penny for the park, which comes up on November 8th. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that. You mentioned, Derek, 62 cities in Mississippi that already have something like this. So we're going to read those names. And if you look at that list uh, here in just a little while, which we will, if you look at that list, you're going to see a lot of uh, booming housing markets as well. Yeah. With parks and with those kind of good quality infrastructure, you're going to have good solid home prices. And if that's something you're thinking about looking into, venturing into the housing market in DeSoto County, please consider reaching out to our 2022 presenting sponsor, a huge supporter of the Parks Department and the City of Hernando, Mr. Brian Couch of Team Couch of Birch Realty Group. Team Couch possesses over 66 years of combined real estate experience. They have thousands of closings since 2009 on the buying and selling side of residential real estate. They were also recently voted DeSoto's Best for the fifth time. Even with the changing interest rates, even with the changing supply chain demands that are going on, the housing market in DeSoto County is still hot, and they're offering a free, no-obligation market analysis. Give them your address. They can tell you all about your neighborhood, your street, how long houses are sitting on the market, how fast they're closing, all the information that you want from a realtor in 2022. Brian and Terry and their team possess it. Give them a call at 662-449-1700. Call Brian directly on his cell phone at 901 461 7653 that's 461-SOLD, S-O-L-D. I say it each week. You can do a full home search at teamcouch.com. Again, that's Team 
couch.com. Simply put in the filters, number of bedrooms, number of bathrooms, all that information, and let Brian and Terry's website do all the work. You definitely want to work with the best realtors when it comes to this major decision for your family. Look them up today, 662-449-1700. And podcast listeners, always remember, every home needs a couch. Podcast recorded each and every Monday and Thursday at the Mobile Cars and Van Rental Studios. Mobile Cars and Vans located at the corner of McCracken and Commerce right here in Hernando. Cars, trucks, passenger vans, cargo vans. If you need help when it comes to an insurance claim or maybe you're putting your car into the shop for a week or possibly a month, let us help you right here locally in Hernando. We have late model cars that can uh, get you all around the Mid-South and certainly help you when it comes to travel. We've started booking up for Thanksgiving, started booking up for Christmas, and we've already started getting some phone calls for spring break. So if you or your church group or your family are planning on traveling, please call us at Mobile Cars and Vans, 662-469-4555, 662-469-4555. Thank you again, Mobile Cars and Vans. Well, Derek, the last two weeks, we've started both our weekly shows with a little bit of information about the Penny for the Park coming up November 8th. Go listen to Henry Miner's uh, interview. Again, Henry is a landscape architect that has been heavily involved when it comes to the design of the master plan for the city of Hernando and the future parks uh, infrastructure. So go listen to that from the Friday, about an 18-minute long um, interview that I had a chance to sit down and learn a lot more about how this process goes and how it, uh, you know, those type things. And something else he mentioned is some of the bigger cities that he's worked with, Grenada, Oxford, Sanatobia, some of that's just the ones that his firm have helped. So, uh, I mean, Derek, we, we mentioned a second ago the uh, the list of places from Aberdeen all the way down to Newton. Natchez has one. West Point has one. Holly Springs has one. Corinth has one. Philadelphia, I mean, the, the list goes on. 62 cities in the state of Mississippi have some type of a restaurant or hotel tax to assist them when it comes to their parks department. That's correct. And the name not on here that is surprising is Hernando, Mississippi. Mm-hmm. It's time November 8th, please vote yes for this special referendum to start going to the next level when it comes to infrastructure for our parks. And parks, and then this is not just for parks for, you know, kids playing ball in a certain six-year range. This is tennis courts. These are pickleball courts. These are basketball courts. Uh, Frisbee golf. I mean, we had a meeting last Thursday, and there were several people who were asking specific questions about the Frisbee golf. Would it be nine-hole? Would it be 18-hole? How could they do it? They could do it where they have, you know, you throw from a tee box to, uh, you know, a quote-unquote green or, a, you know, the, the chain thing that catches it on one end, and then you turn around and have the green next to that and come back to make an 18-hole course. So just a lot of good uh, – options ideas so this is going to be for everybody of course this is uh, right next to the skate park which you know you could skate from four to 40 uh maybe a little older depending on how your knees hold up but uh, no no if you're out there at 40 years old and making a fool of yourself you're getting judged well well tony hawk <laughs> tony hawk's he's over tony 40 years hawk, old. he's tony hawk is 50 years old he's one of these i know i'm look, just saying hey, if tiger woods saying. comes to my local country club he's gonna be okay i'm not picking <laughs> on him but i'm just saying yeah. if you're 40 years old and wanting to get your skateboarding uh you know if you listen to pearl jam that's right and you're that's getting right. out there and want to get out there with your your son or daughter maybe do it on a bike i think bikes aren't allowed right i, I don't think so i think bikes um, aren't allowed you know but you know but if you're, if you're 40 and you're alive you see what i did there yeah Pro oh, Jam. oh nice you right there, right there? hey look um, if you think we're not having a crew fernando um frisbee golf oh, league I'm, I'm excited with I'm coolers up. can you imagine the number of guys hey, oh, the city park if they run through the coolers? park we'll have it let's have a tank we'll let's go out it. there and have a you know two-man four-man scramble however they do it we'll do that but I, like I, I think the main thing is that the skate part though is where i was going with that is Sorry. that they're getting a grant and they're yeah. about to double the size of theirs that's right. going to lead right into the rest of what we're talking about so again it's, it's not just for okay we're only doing this for five to you know 14 15 year olds right. no this is for everybody from i mean what the christmas song says from 2 to 92 right uh to go out there to be able to walk the trails to be able to play tennis pick up whatever uh this is gonna be a great thing for the city jared barkley the director of the parks he's been on here with us before when he was newly hired he's gonna be sitting down with us the first week of november as we get ready for the november 8th decision and he we're gonna talk all about that as you mentioned from 2 to 92 Derek. um the parks department is not just for leagues for kids and stuff like that while we talk about it and we sell it as a you know coins for kids that's definitely one way to do it if you're 75, 80, 90 years old and you enjoy going out and playing pickleball or tennis, this improves that. So just remember that when you're thinking about it or you're in your Sunday school class discussing this, as Henry said, a use tax. This is not a property tax increase. Nope. Uh, you simply pay an extra penny per dollar when you go out and maybe enjoy a libation with your with your friends or you go and have steak dinner with your wife. Uh, there's just an, and, and if you enjoy going to do that right now, let's say at the grill house or if you like going to Slim Chickens in, on Get Well Road. That's right. 
All of it's going to South Haven. All of it's going to South Haven. Every time you look up and say, I'm going to avoid this, or I'm going to go to somewhere else or where I like to eat, and I just, no, 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 and you're slamming the table. Remember, most of the places that you enjoy to go to dinner, they're already doing that, and you're supporting their park. So uh, why not Hernando? So that's how we're starting off our show for the last the last two weeks, and the next two weeks going to be starting off that way. So go listen to Henry Miner's uh, interview on Friday. Had a lot of texts, had a lot of people message me that they thoroughly enjoyed the interview. So uh, Henry's just a great guy. For those that know him, uh, probably was not very happy on Saturday night. Uh, no, I, well, he may have <laughs> well, been very happy with one touchdown. Yeah, again, uh, <laughs> neither one of us, right? Neither one of us. Neither one of us. Well, look, let's move forward on our Tuesday show. Our words from the weekend is how we typically start it Derek you always start us first uh, interesting I'm looking forward to learning more about yours give us your word from the weekend my, my word for the weekend is whole whole w-h-o-l-e okay. w-h not the not a hole in the ground but whole um, as, as being full or, or being filled uh, that's my word because I was trying to think of a, a good word didn't want to go to uh, I guess you know uh dictionary on you uh i, st- I stuck it as easy. usual yeah. uh, no I, this is because uh, for the first time my son came home from college uh and we just you know felt like a whole family w- loved having him home this is the first you know it's been two and a half months kind of settled right back into you know went to a game friday night high school home he came home from homecoming was a, was his purpose for coming home was for north point's homecoming 50th anniversary fifth, of fifth, sbc slash north point that yes. is correct uh and so this was a, a huge homecoming a huge crowd uh, ended up being a great game, which we'll talk about here in, in a second. Oh, a great game for North Point, not really a good game overall. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, just and then Saturday, uh, watched the game to get, well, up to a certain point. We watched the game together, then we kind of turned the channel. Uh, but just watched other football games, uh, just enjoyed having him, you know, Supper, we got some takeout, sat around watching literally just a bunch of football on Saturday. Sunday, went to church together, uh, went and ate lunch at the in-laws together. So just a, a great thing having the whole functioning family there. And, and we realize what's missed and, you know, it's kind of like, okay, well, you kind of hear him upstairs again, which is nice. And in the bathroom, that corner sort of thing, you're, you know, just those familiar sounds that you, you know, you knew you missed when he left. And then they, they come back and it's all, it's just that comfort and that, that ease. And then, you know, also knowing, okay, when he's gone, like this morning, it was quiet again. It, you know, just kind of missing that again, but no one come Thanksgiving he'll be back, and so just uh, you know, kind of growing pains uh, that you know, everybody will experience at some point. But just good having for at least the weekend, having the whole family back together again, and being able to experience a normal weekend, uh, you know, together. Yes, Derek, he will be back on Thanksgiving and Christmas because, as I continue to say, our college kids go to class less than ever before. I think December 10th is their last exam day. Not sure when his exam will be. That's a, that's a Saturday. They, I think they do actually have exams on the Saturday. December 10th is the last day that they could have an exam, and they go back January 23rd. January 23rd. Oh, but what are you talking about? If you want to go to January session, you could come back and do that. Yeah, okay. And you could go to school from 7 a.m. to 5 p.m. Three hours, six Let, hours, whatever. Yep. No, an entire day. We, we sit there for two entire day for for two straight weeks. Yeah. And you're going to take a class that way? No. I mean, that, come on, guys. No. I mean, seriously. Well, <laughs> I mean, seriously. I mean, I'm sorry to, you know. It's six kinda, weeks. It's six uh, weeks. Yeah, I'm sorry to I mean, bring that up on yeah. your, uh, your, your word from the weekend. And then something else. Go listen to our show about two weeks ago. Derek talked about the ACT scores, the lowest they've been mm-hmm. in 30 years. I didn't realize this, Derek. I heard it today. Uh, that was a fifth year of decline. Yeah. So it's a steady downward move. Yeah. But let's anyway, we digress. Uh, yeah, good to have him home, Derek. I know that, that you guys like that. I, I definitely uh, played the drum there at the table service. I enjoyed seeing the entire Big Lane family come in. Um, you're always late for a church, though. What, do you park the car? No. Can I, mean, I, can like, I ask I've that got, question? Got, what do you do? I've got wonderful people that, that set up my Sunday school room, but sometimes they're not there. So you um, don't park the car for your uh, your, your family? No, we all, walk in to get, we all <laughs> walk in together, but then I go to the Sunday school room. I throw my bag in there. If somebody from my Sunday school room has already started the coffee and Michael stuff, Dorr. then Michael Doyle. That's right. And he was out of town. So he does a wonderful job with that. I really do thank you, Michael, if you listen. Um, that, you know, if he does it, then I can come straight in. Sure. Uh, but if he does not do it, like he was not there on Sunday, then I'll go ahead and start everything. Because if I don't, by the time I get out, you know, of church or whatever, then people are already maybe sitting in there and there's no coffee. And so it, I just get the coffee started. That's what I do. Man, it's amazing. The uh, <laughs> Christians can be a little spoiled. Yeah. Christians yeah. can be a little spool. I mean, we have coffee and donuts for the table service, but I laugh. And and something else, Derek, and we've kind of gone off the rails a little bit, but hey, it is what it is. We started to have coffee and donuts out by 8.50. What do you think we set up at 8.50? What do you think our reasoning was? To oh, have so people it come get it before the, the, yeah. so people the would service be, starts. So people would be on time, right? come get it, so the service can start at 9.00. Ask me the average start time of our service. Well, I know what the average start time. I can hear the music start. Average start time right now is nine oh four. Yeah, and we we we, I joke around. I call it our waste song because from nine oh four to nine oh eight, 
everybody's still strolling in. Mm-hmm. And then we start our second song about 909910 when everybody's in there. Wow, it's amazing mm-hmm. how people just don't realize, hey, something starts at nine o'clock. Mm-hmm. You and I have been on church leadership uh, things where we talked about we talked about even having a, a chime, or at least I brought this up to Brother David, a chime or something that could start getting people in for the 1055 service because we'd go to Sunday school and they'd stroll in at 1105. Well, it's I'm amazing. A, I, I will be honest. The 1055 has always that's, 11. that's strange. Yeah. It's 11. It's 11 just, o'clock. Just 11. And so I, when I what, say. What about shooting for 11 versus 11.05? I know. I agree with I do Ooh, agree with that. Man. But it's just when everybody says it's, you know, it's I don't say I go to 10.55 service. I say I go at 11 o'clock service. Oh, no. I, I agree with and, you. But, and so the fact that they do. And I think they start it. Like, let's get the announcements out right, of the way sure. so we can start the first song at 11. I understand that. <laughs> but, yeah, the people, they, they will not be there at 10.55. Hey, and it's every no. church. Don't look. Don't look oh, her, know, it's not just Hernando Methodist Church, but I am laughing. Uh, again, I, I see the, the family comes in, and you stroll in about 10, no, not 10, but three or four minutes later. Yeah. I'm like, oh, Derek, maybe just park the car. But, of course, that's, I mean, Derek's probably out of the car and to the door before his family gets out of the car. <laughs> oh, if no, we're being no. totally honest, he probably just, probably not holding a lot of doors. Come on, kids. Um, anyway, look. Hole, that's a good one. And yeah, Hannah Grace was home this weekend, too. Uh, so I, I know what you mean there when it comes to having the sounds upstairs and, and all that kind of stuff was definitely good. So, Bo Big Lane, welcome back to Hernando, and uh, we'll see you in January. Yeah, cause <laughs> November. November. <laughs> we'll see you in November. Well, mine is going to be fairly simple. Uh, y'all noticed Derek was not here on Friday. The flu came through my house. I'll go ahead and say that. The flu was a so, – so I just say, hey, Derek, let me, let's just not be together because you have a huge weekend and your son's coming home. So I got out of the way on Friday. And so health is my word from the weekend. Uh, we are bouncing back. Wilson is back and ready to rock and roll and, and going to be starting back at school. Uh, Derek, it's weird. He missed about five days of school. No, he missed. Uh, he can't go back till tomorrow. Um, he knows people that have tested positive and they're back two days later. <laughs> Just simply saying, that's kind of you know interesting. I will say, and Heather gets mad at me for saying this, the best rec basketball game I ever played. I probably had 103 fever. Nice. I mean, I'm talking. Oh yeah, I'm, and then you sent the entire t- other team out. The rest of the it doesn't week. matter. We got we won. Well, I mean, what what's it matter? Our rec games were on Saturday, so if everybody was sick, they missed school and come back and play on Saturday. But yeah, it's one of my best games I've ever had. I'll never forget. It, I was, it was so strange. Had a had Reebok pumps. Had my D oh, Brown okay. uh, Reebok pumps. Pumps are stuck. Oh man. man, yeah. I used to be in good shape and uh, and and you know pretty good at, at, at sports. Which speaking of being in good shape, speaking of being in good shape, get ready for the Halloween costume episode coming up next this friday not I'm next excited. friday this friday i'm excited halloween show will be this the last friday. show before halloween our last show before halloween because the one we record on halloween day won't come out to the first and then it's obsolete everything's already happened so we will be doing that uh this coming friday we'll be recording our halloween show and uh physique has something to do full with costume it. full co- every year every, every year, year. We're, I, w- every I was year. michael myers at one time and i couldn't awesome. i couldn't talk with my mask on That's so crazy. i had to take it off so full costume physique has to do with our costumes and let me just tell you 43 year old matt is much more humble than 25 <laughs> year old matt sitting in a room with yeah health is mine we're bouncing back. I know there's a lot of people out there with kids that are home with sniffles and all that kind of stuff. Oh, yesterday at Sunday school, they said they said they had there was one school that had ten teachers out. Uh, I think as a whole, Hernando schools had 190 kids out sick. Right. Um, just uh, it has really hit hard. Not I mean it's everywhere. It's it's nationwide. Yeah, course, yes. They're actually dealing with COVID, flu, and RSV all at the same time. I'm kind of glad flu is early. Let's have it. Yeah. Let's spread it. I mean, I know that sounds crazy. Have it, spread it, and, and if it comes earlier, it's over earlier. That's yeah, a true I mean, fact. And, and, and of course, there are different strains, but I mean, this the, the main strain seems to be the A strain, and that's the one that's really hitting everybody right now. So again, go ahead and knock it out. Hopefully, before the holidays, get it done, get it over, and then uh, let's uh, let's enjoy winter. If you're if you're like, I mean, we could talk about Pfizer and all this. If you're a company that makes flu A test, and you're not going off of come on ride that strain. Hmm. How how are you? That, I mean, what a, what a missed opportunity right there! Come on, ride that strain. Yeah, they have all those. I mean, seriously, have you seen the songs? Have you seen them all? The, you know, for all those drug commercials, right. have oh. like some classic songs on there. Might as well get come yeah, on. Have you strain. seen the one where the uh, it's a flu? It's a flu commercial. It's a flu uh, vaccine, and there's like a, a the werewolf. The wolf is running all through the hospital yes. and stuff. What the crap, dude? Yes. Come on, man. Talk about just fear. Just the, the, that's a white wolf, and he's like going and growling at people, and he finally goes up yeah. to one that has the shot, and then like gets a sad face and runs away. Yeah, that's, that's it's a weird commercial. It's a very weird commercial. I mean, come on. Everybody knows that with the crime the way it is in New York, the wolves aren't going. 
<laughs> They're not even going. That's them a foot in New York City. Health is my word from the weekend. Uh, prayers for the Crane family and everybody else out there. Well, Derek, since we weren't together on our Friday show, we could not review the Board of Aldermen meeting, which was uh, less than 25 minutes long last Tuesday. So let's fly through it right now. Hopefully that those of y'all that do listen in for the reviews will be, well, I'll apologize for being, you know, three or four days late. But this is the review from the meeting uh, held last Tuesday, uh, October 18th. The first thing that was done uh, that was, you know, we skip all the, the intro, the consent agendas. So the first main agenda item that was done, the appointment of Shane Ellis as the new chief of police, effective December 1st. Matt, there was no discussion, passed unanimously. So, you know, so Shane Ellis, congratulations. I know he's been on the uh, police force for over 20 years. So really congratulations to him. Uh, really looking forward to, you know, being protected under his uh, service starting on December the 1st. Uh, the planning for the corner of Highway 51 and Robertson, this was on there, we mentioned this uh, during our previous show, was tabled until November 1st, but we did not know that was at the owner's request. So the meeting next week, so we'll be reviewing this next Friday, um, not this Friday, but next Friday. So we'll have this for you, What kind of what they're looking to do for the corner of Highway 51 and Robertson Road. Next is the... Uh, we, I know sometimes we don't talk about code enforcements. Um, they have uh, there is a house that looks like that will, may be condemned and torn down by the city. Something that very rarely happens, but they reached out and they uh, this house that is falling down. Uh, it's on College Street. Title works kind of messed up. They can't. They've reached out. They've emailed. They've called. They've left messages. Left notes. Nobody's responding. So uh, Alderman Miller made a motion. This is in his. Um, in his award to proceed in the next 30 days for the structure to be torn down and added back to the taxes. So something that you don't normally see, sure. but if your property gets in such disrepair that you don't take care of it, the city does have the ability to come in and do that. So they, you know, we'll see what happens over the next 30 days. They will have to make the motion uh, to tear it down uh, in 30 days. And so, you know, they'll kind of alert the, the board when that's done next donations from the city. So Alderman Miller recused himself from this discussion because he is on the board of the Meals on Wheels. So this passed unanimously. And so I want to kind of read This is something we talked about. Okay, they, they've gone back and forth about what they can give out. I want to talk about um, what has been done real quick. Uh, so the resolution for donation, this is what the city will be donating over the year that will be done. So Precious of Pink will be $2,500. Meals on Wheels, $3,000. Healing Hearts, $2,500. The Ark, $2,500. House of Grace, $6,000. The DeSoto Museum, $6,500. The Hernando High School Band Flag Program, $5,000. And the Optimus Club, $1,000. Some of this, not these did not meet all the requests. Now, I'm not going to read what they requested because but that's, these are the ones they're now. funding. This is how much they'll be giving each of these uh, or nonprofit organizations. Now, you'll, you'll, under, you'll hear that you know, the library we mentioned was one of the ones that had requested. The library actually has a millage set. So that money actually comes from the millage, from property taxes and other, other mills that come in. So that they are funded separately. Uh, they do request it every year to hopefully get the same mill. So they do go in and ask for that. But that's not part of the actual donations from the city. So, again, that's what the city will be used. That was passed uh, on the meeting with Andrew Miller recusing himself because he did sit on, on one of the boards. And, and listeners, please learn what a mill is. It's not a million dollars. Learn what a mill is. Uh, confusion there. All right, next, the final budget amendment for the 2022, there was a slight adjustment in the parks of $7,100, not a big deal. And so now the budget has been uh, finalized. Cities do have 30 days, uh, you know, within within 30 days of the month uh, of it passing, or the month ends of September 30th, year end, excuse me, to make any adjustments. They made a slight adjustment. That's the last one that they're going to adjust at this time. Matt, the uh, parks will be getting those four stainless steel commodes. I'm That's excited good. about it. I hope Good. you're excited about it. They're uh, going to look maybe to put them uh, out at the uh, park that we talked about, Mutton Kirkendall Park, possibly uh, in a couple other places. So um, anyway, that was given to this uh, city by DeSoto County, I think for $10 a, a commode. Right. Next, this is hey, the main... Real quick, go listen, to, hey, go listen to Henry's interview. I keep saying it. A major renovation to Kirkendall Park is yes. part of that, part of phase one of the Pennies for the Park. Go listen to the interview. He talks about that. Now, the main part of the meeting was the discussion on lift stations. So there's three lift stations. This is a sewer lift stations that need to be reworked. Two for the proposed Weatherby West subdivision, so a, a section two. 
So the new section of Weatherby will be 151 lots and two commercial lots. Now, this is down uh, on Oak Grove Road, west of Scott Road, going out to the city limits. Uh, the developer will have to put in a new lift station, and that will pump to the lift station currently at Oak Grove Road. Then that will go to the lift station on Scott Road, and then, then to the lift station on the south end of Montclair. So all of those lift stations will need upgrading if this new subdivision goes in. The developer would be asked to help with the cost on the Oak Grove and Scott Road lift station. The larger pumps would be needed to be installed due to the increased flow. Really no other way to put that. Yeah, no, no other way to put that. No from, that, from that area. Right now, Matt, that the flow into the lift station, 225 gallons a minute. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's a lot of flow. I don't, I, yeah. Is that, how's that comparable? <laughs> I, I don't, I don't, have, I don't know how it compares to the other lift stations. That's just a lot of flow. Sure. Uh, and so, folks, lift stations are built to help uh, everybody, you know, everybody's toilets and showers yeah. and all that kind of stuff, the water pressure and all that stuff to work a certain standard uh, is what that's for. And simple gravity and all that kind of stuff always doesn't help. So that's where the lift stations uh, come into to effect. That's right. Joe Frank was asked to do a sign an agreement to the developer that the city would do the work to put in the improvements but the developer would pay for it. So in other words, the developer said, hey, look, you know, we want to do this next section. We're going to bring it to you for approval. We'll, you know, if you tell us a lift station costs 150000 for improvements, we'll just give you the money, but we'd rather you contract out and do it so we can focus on building the, the subdivision. The, the city seemed to be okay with that. And this is the next, this is the next uh, phase of Weatherby. Of Weatherby, that's gotcha. right. Okay. They will then look to, uh, uh, to how to bid that when the agreement is, is – is, is reached. So in other words, they said, okay, city attorney, get together, start talking with this developer. Let's get all that together. Then we'll start to look to improve those two lift stations. Now, the third one I mentioned was the larger pump station at Montclair. Joe Frank said that new equipment would be needed to be ordered because upgrades are needed. Now, this is purely on the city. That's already sure. built. It's out there. It's been there for a while. The supply chain is slow, and they need to order now because the lift station could fail at any time. Now, if it does fail, it, that sounds horrible. It is horrible, but they can bring in like uh, you know attachments to it that keep it working. Mm -hmm. But and he said, look, ninety thousand dollars is needed right now. The mayor will ask for ARPA funds since it is sewer and see if they can get a match. So they did approve unanimously to go ahead and put this out to bid for the ninety thousand dollars that's needed to go ahead and repair this lift station. Do you think the uh, city of Jackson has any equipment that could help us? <laughs> No. With the water, <laughs> well, with water, I mean, with sewer, water I don't know. With sewer. water, I'm going to say no. Okay, I'm say no I, I, just, I thought I was throwing that out there. I knew, you know, college game days going to Jackson, so they are going to Jackson. Sounds like this everything's weekend. just working. I mean, just wonderfully down I, there. I'm going to say game day. Oh, you probably need to bring your own water bottles. Uh, I'm going to say yeah. It's going. The National Guard is being called in to supply game day with that with water. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, I mean, good for Jackson. Yeah, good, good for, for Dion. Yeah, okay. You know, I can't wait to watch it on TV. We'll see what that looks like. Yeah, we'll see what that looks like. There you go. All right. Well, look. Thank you to the Board of Aldermen, all the people that have to be there on the first and third Tuesday. Thank you for listeners for uh, understanding we're a few days late when it comes to reviewing. Congratulations to uh, the new police chief. Been a member of the Hernando Police Department now for, I think, pushing 30 years. Uh, I definitely want to get him on, Derek, sometime the first quarter or so of 2023 and discuss HPD past, present, and future. I think that'd be something that a lot of listeners would, uh, would thoroughly enjoy. So we appreciate all the different things. A 24-minute meeting is... Um, Whew, that's again. I keep saying this. You go short, short, short. A long one's coming. Oh, it's and I, coming. You know, a long one's <laughs> definitely coming. And Derek will uh, watch the YouTube video. Give us all updates. Like, dozens of people stop me every month saying, "Hey, I don't pay anything attention to the board of alder meetings because I know if it's important, Derek's going to cover it." Uh, sometimes Derek covers things that do get cut out. So <laughs> <laughs> Derek covers more. I wish I knew on the front end. So I got to hit fast no. forward, fast forward, fast forward. Derek covers more uh, than sometimes it, it makes it on air. Well, Derek, one thing that did come out of the board of alderman before we turn our attention to our first advertisers and move on on our Tuesday show, was the water tower painting for the big, huge white water tower. Let's just call it the I-55 water tower. Um, that was a big deal. We've talked about it for months, uh, coming and coming and coming. And Derek, uh, it has been painted. It's been painted. It's been painted. Here we are. Um, everybody drive by. Take a look. It's been painted. There are some different things on Instagram, on Facebook, where you can see the water tower. Um, Derek has a something I hadn't even thought about. Derek has a, a take on it that a lot of the OCD and ADD people, well, OCD people, will um, will notice, or it'll drive them crazy a little bit. I'll just say this, Derek. I 
Uh, you and I grew up close to LSU. We grew up with families that mm-hmm. like LSU, all that kind of stuff, those different things. To, to me, the word tiger is a ferocious type situation. You know, claw marks down the water tower would have been awesome. Yeah, some scratches on the water scratches, tower. Scratches, yeah. some claw marks, something like that would have been really, really cool. I think it was kind of an opportunity to think a little bit more um, outside the box, and, and it would have been really, really neat to have a – home of the tigers type situation with a a um which i know there's money more more colors that's right more design more graphics all that kind of stuff but i don't think we're talking too much more to uh to to be a little bit more of a of a kind of a ferocious tiger would have been something i would be interested in if you don't know what i'm talking about go take a peek i thought the paws uh Derek, the paws look a little blues clues to me um but you and go what ahead. a great kids show <laughs> blues clues blues clues what a great kids show but has like a, a really strange past like the guy disappeared oh, he quit, know. all that kind of stuff it, it, what was his name joe 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 it was joe uh and then not, it was came another guy yeah. yeah but bo he watched it and loved it uh, blues yeah. clues was awesome striped shirts well now I mean, we have, blue, have we, look now we have blues clues right there on the water tower you can pass by anytime and see it <laughs> see it right there uh, hey I, look it's there a clue a water tower is now a clue oh i do, I do on, I like yeah that. our I water like the water t- two of them there's two clues there's two clues. Up there. there's two clues there's two clues see kids can learn absolutely home of the tigers all right Derek. Um, you tell me your take on it from, all right so i mean look it I will say this. I, I do appreciate what all and all all men are trying to do. All all persons are trying to do. Uh, that you know, I talked to one uh, older person who said that. Hey, look, you know, I would like to see every water tower in the city. I think there's five of them to be have some type of logo sure. like that. Yeah. Like maybe like the bust of Hernando de Soto. You know, the kind of the town symbol with the helmet on one. And and what there's a graphic curse of Hernando that's already out there uh, yes. on on the Jaybird side. So I like it. I like having unique water towers. People can make fun of the paws. I know it's it's kind of hard to read Home of the Tigers because it's it's a little smaller. But I mean, I appreciate what they did. Is better than nothing. It's right. better than a white water tower. I do, and I, and I know that they've really been pushing for that. Hang on, let me ask you a question. Do you think it's better than the just the word Hernando? Um. Looking at it now, as in I, as in pressure wash it, clean it. Right. I mean, like it. looking at it now with the the lettering being so small, maybe maybe just the Hernando because the the home of the Tigers, and and this is, comes to my point. Right. Is that there are two ladders now? This is this <laughs> this had nothing. Hernando, the alderman, the painters had nothing to do with this. There are two ladders that go going up to the top of the water tower, obviously yes. for maintenance. Yes. All right. The word Hernando with the saying was positioned. I'm assuming so you could get the best glimpse of it from Commerce Street and or the interstate okay. as you're driving okay. up. So maybe when you're looking, there's some type of like 45-degree angle type thing going on where you can see it perfectly with a glance yeah, to the left, right. and you keep going north. But when you look <laughs> at it in town, the OCD side of me, the H is bordering on one ladder. That's right. Okay. And then when you when it goes to the other one, there is a, from what it looks like the ground, maybe a three-foot gap right. from the other okay. ladder center it just just there's two ladders there just yes you may get a slightly offbeat look from the interstate center that i mean just put it between the two ladders because right now it's like almost under right, one ladder right. and anyway that i, I like i like the, what they tried i like the home of the tigers i like trying paul prince maybe scratches would look better but just center it get it centered anyway so, that's, so that's what you're saying thing. the best thing to do is when you're looking at the tower Flip your light switch three or four times. Go three or four times. Sanitize your hands two times. Flip a light switch. Bang on the wall. Kill your no, car. No, crank no, it, no, kill no, your no, car. Crank it, it. All that stuff. No, it's just. I hadn't even thought about that. I'm going to go look right after like, this. Please go, please go look. look. And it's just like, could you just shift it? Like when you're looking at it, shift it to the right. Just like, could you? I mean, if you're looking down on your thing, if you're trying to send a picture to somebody, you're going to take your screen and just scoot it over. Just, oh, there we go. Right there in the we middle. go. Scoot it over yeah. a little bit. Anyway. Very interesting. So, yeah. yeah. So, the design you had no issues with, but the uh, the ladder, I mean, come on. Yeah, and I agree with you as somebody who's designed T-shirts or looked at different things or when we go and set our stuff up with mobile cars and vans, we put little rent me signs on it and it looks the slightest bit off if it's, yeah. you know, the door well, and that it, kind of it, stuff. So. People do it in the wall. Like, if you're trying to center a picture <laughs> in the wall and you center it and you look back and you're like, man, I wish I put that two inches to the left. And again, that's just me. And if it doesn't bother anybody else please do not do it just for me right. i just that's just that's what i mean the paul prince some people said that home of the tigers being a little small no the first thing i noticed was it's all centered that's, well, well anyway. derek i mean think about it the name of our show is under the water tower so by god we're going to pay attention to the water tower oh, we right? love some water towers. i mean that's the closest water, water tower to our studio so yeah, that's it's closer that's than the historical right, one. exactly so yeah. that's the water tower we're talking about so we want it to be centered and perfect and so forth but i, I look imagine this claws Claws coming down and fake water running out of that water tower would have been amazing. <laughs> okay, it the, would have the, been yeah. would have been amazing. I, I don't know how many more thousands of dollars that, that you, would have been look, fantastic. If you'd have come to the crew of Fernando and said, "If hey, for an extra couple thousand dollars, we can get this design right here," 
I'm telling you. I'm Ooh, telling you. That, that would have been. That, 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 hey, hey, that's a good, a good job of passing. You've been to a lot of meetings. That's a good job of passing. If you ask for it at 830, I bet you could get it. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you. If you ask at 7 o'clock, you might not get approval. Ooh, we'll have a discussion. If, 830, there's no discussion. If, if you no ask discussion at 830, it's getting done. <laughs> if, you, if they're there for an hour and a half meeting, the crew of Fernando would have given $10,000 <laughs> by 830. Oh, man, we kid, of course, and we appreciate the Board of Aldermen for all that stuff. Look, go check out the Water Tower. I think it's a great idea to have – logos and things like that on all of our water towers that makes total sense Uh, those are kind of touristy things so uh, you and I both have talked about that uh, numerous times off air so thank you to the city for all the different things that you're doing and uh, we kid of course that's what we do here on the show and uh, thank you for Hernando home of the Tigers we appreciate the board for doing that as Derek's mentioned a couple times cold weather's coming through tomorrow Tuesday's going to be a rainy day Uh, and get ready because leaves are going to be falling it's that time of year leaves are falling all across the city in the streets in your gutters uh, all around your driveway and if you're looking this year to possibly have some help when it comes to your leaves, please contact our longtime sponsor, Williams Services. Williams Services is a veteran-owned and operated business with years of experience in lawn care, landscaping, mulching, and so much more. Owner Richard Williams and his team can assist you with a multitude of outdoor home needs, whether it's leaf removal, tree trimming, fall cleanups, gate repair, fence repair, grading of your property, give Richard a call. No job too small, no job too large. If he can't do the job, he'll help you find someone he can. Call him today at 662-292-8855. That's 662-292-8855. You can also learn all about Richard and his company at williamslawnmaintenance.com. That's williamslawnmaintenance.com. Thank you, Richard, for continuing to support the UTW podcast. And I can't say it enough. Richard is the kind of guy that you want to work with you when it comes to your projects. William Services, 662-292-8855. DeSoto Family Dental Care has been a presence under the water tower with over 60 years of combined dental experience. Dr. Seymour, Dr. Paroli, and Dr. Trotter are committed to providing a gentle and caring approach while focusing on the aesthetic beauty and long-lasting health of your smile. The practice is open Monday through Friday, providing hygiene appointments and general dentistry, including implants and implant-supported dentures, as well as Invisalign. The office is designed to provide a safe, comfortable, and relaxing atmosphere for their patients. Visit their office today to see the difference and give them a call at 662-429-5239. Again, 662-429-5239. Matt, their office is located almost across the interstate and in a hole from that water tower. One more thing. What if they would have tiger-striped the entire top of the water tower? That would have been awesome. Yeah. That would have been awesome. Which, again, the crew of Fernando could help with after 8.30. At 8.30. At 8.30. <laughs> I know. After 8.30, most of the guys that actually pay close attention have left. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, yeah, if you walk in at 8.30, there's there's a couple of guys that probably give you anything you want. You know, so we digress. We have a good time uh, with the crew of Fernando. Thank you for all that you do. But uh, we no, nobody came to us. Nobody came to us with a design. So there was maybe a little something. We've we've socked a few dollars back to uh, help. Yeah, that, that, like that tiger stripe. Now that more, oh, I mean, think about tiger stripe. Well, I mean, we, oh, Ole Miss LSU. Look at the, I mean, the center of the field was mm. a big tiger eye right there. Always is. Middle of our Tuesday show brings us to the DeSoto County Fact of the Week brought to us by an absolute asset right here under the water tower. The DeSoto County Museum opened 9 to 5, that's 9 to 5, Tuesday through Saturday across the street from Cadence Bank. Don't say Bancorp South. Those days are over. Thanks for the 50 years, Bancorp South. Moving on. Cadence Bank, right across the street. They're on Commerce. Just a wonderful thing to visit. Rob Long and his staff are ready to show you all around the DeSoto County Museum. Admission is free. Derek, tell us our fact of the week. Matt, the fact of the week this week has to do with water. We just touched oh, on okay, it. Oh, okay, wow. Just, uh, Hernando was the first in the region in having one of the best and most efficient water supplies. Wow. In 1909, the DeSoto County Board of Supervisors had three large wells dug on the DeSoto County Courthouse Square alone. 600 years earlier, the underground aquifer with natural springs had supplied legendary Spanish explorer Hernando de Soto and his band of conquistadors with the water they needed while they explored the area. The natural springs were a blessing to the conquistadors in 1541. These natural springs in the vicinity of the square also supplied water to the 1857 Colonel Tom White's house, which was the first home in Hernando to have running water. The springs were so plentiful, they represented a major problem 100 years later, just, so just in the last few, uh, you know, couple decades, in the vicinity of the Commerce Street 
shopping plaza when asphalt parking lots kept bursting due to the underground springs. These underground springs are still a quote-unquote problem today. This is why the asphalt in back of and surrounding businesses like La Siesta and the post office are always filled with sinkholes and potholes. So Rob sent us this suggestion. He said, tell La Siesta to drill a hole in the floor and start bottling the natural spring water underneath. Don't give them an idea. <laughs> Look, don't, do not give them an idea. You got you go. it's, it's, I mean, don't give Rob, them an idea. Well, Rob did it. We did not do it. Rob did it. Thank you, Rob. You just made them another million dollars. <laughs> they've, got, they've got Mexican food here. They've got pizza. And they got a local watering hole right there next to it. I mean, yes, come they on. Do. Oh, they yeah. got, they Hopefully got, they listen. Because they could advertise. If you'd like to advertise on the UTW podcast, under the water tower info at gmail.com if you're interested. But they also have another, uh, the guy that owns it also has another Mexican restaurant and a, uh, and a liquor store. Yeah, just a lot going on. Yeah. Uh, no doubt about it. Thank you, Rob, for a wonderful fact of the week. Derek, it's funny. The county seat in my hometown is the county seat. The county seat typically has a little bit better electric- electricity, a <laughs> little bit better water. You know, it seems like Hernando, again, most people. People didn't know that led the way uh, in so many different ways in DeSoto County. Being the county seat is typically how that works. Yeah. I mean, again, the decision makers for the county typically live close, and and that's usually how it works. We always appreciate the wonderful fact of the week from the DeSoto County Museum, 9 to 5, Tuesday through Saturday on Commerce Street. Get by and visit today. And Derek, speaking of visiting and your time running out, this coming Saturday is the last Saturday during October. It's the official last Saturday of our wonderful seasonal sponsor, the Hernando Farmers Market. It's a place to shop. It's a place to gather. But more importantly, it's a rare chance to experience the rich simplicity of a Mississippi small town. It's truly a fresh local experience. As I mentioned, this is the last Saturday for the Farmer's Market, but they will be having a special Farmer's Market for the November 12th weekend with the Dickens of a Christmas, our award-winning, basically Christmas kickoff celebration here in Hernando that Gia Matheny and her team have done such a wonderful job uh, putting on. So we look forward to that, the November 12th weekend. I know Ole Miss plays a pretty big game in Oxford. Mississippi State plays a pretty big big game in Starkville. However, if you can, that weekend, please support the city of Fernando with their Dickens of a Christmas. Just like I did on our Friday show, I do want to recognize a couple of different, a few different vendors that have been special to the farmer's market. Davis Meat Company, reminder, this gentleman sponsored or was a sponsor and donated 10 Boston butts for the 10K. Thank you to him. Pallet Creations, Handmade Wood Products, Big Acre Farms, and Jones Orchards, Pears, Apples, and Canned Foods. Those are just some of the vendors out there every Saturday serving the public at the Hernando Farmer's Market, a wonderful farmer's market that we have right here. Get out this Saturday and support the last Saturday of October the Hernando Farmers Market. And Matt, we went up there this past Saturday because uh, this is the first time we didn't have to drive down to Oxford. And yeah. uh, still several out there. Uh, got some good guacamole, uh, got some milk, um, and then got a cup and got a pumpkin. Uh, there, right there, I got a carving pumpkin. Okay. So just uh, still several vendors out there. So yes, please take this uh, time to go out. this. Pa- if you're in town this Saturday, go out there for the last Saturday of this season's Farmer's Market. Again, you'll get a special one in November, and it will not be back again until the end of April. That's right. It's starting to wrap up. We thank you, G. Matheny and her team, for being a sponsor of the UTW Podcast this season. We really, really do appreciate it. Our last sponsor to recognize on this show is Holland Insurance. Holland Insurance works with some of the largest insurance companies in the world when it comes to property, casualty, auto, home, and life. Bruce Robinson and Jerry Holland work with companies such as Nationwide, Progressive, Kemper, Travelers, Safeco, Blue Cross Blue Shield, United, Cigna, again, over 60 insurance companies that they represent in DeSoto County. Call Holland Insurance at 662-895-5528. That's 662-895-5528. They are located in South Haven, but able to serve anyone in the DeSoto County area. Also, if you possess a state of Mississippi insurance license and are considering making a change, Bruce Robinson and Jerry Holland with Holland Insurance are ready to interview you. They were founded in 1981 and has been staffed with local industry experts who are eager to make a difference in every life they touch. Give Bruce and Jerry a call today, 662-895-5528. Thank you for your continued support. Holland Insurance. Well, Derek, we weren't able to uh, preview the games from our Friday show, but did I mention there was an interview with Henry Miner? It was an interview. If in case you didn't know that there was an interview, go listen to it from our last Friday show. So we didn't get a chance to preview the games we're going to talk about. So let's go right to the next letter. Give me the review of the football games last Friday. 
Uh, yeah, Matt, we'll get to that in just a second because before that, I want to make sure that we uh, recognize a, a couple bands uh, in the county. Uh, the state band competition uh, was this past weekend, and want to say uh, that we had three schools uh, that w- in our county that actually placed. So a quick congratulations to the Hernando Band, who came in second in the state band competition. They did receive some first overalls in some categories, second overall in the state. DeSoto Central, who came in third, and to Lewisburg, who came in fifth. Now, we have mentioned the Hernando Band several times on our show uh, this football season. We, of course, you just talked about them here or earlier this show. And they, again, cemented themselves as one of the best bands in the state and the region. And the county as a whole uh, looks like they have the strongest for bands in the state. So congratulations to all those involved with these bands. Just a, a wonderful thing. We've talked, again, we've talked about it several times on our show, how much they practice, how, how long they go, when, they, when they've gone to St. Louis and done well, and now they are the second best band in the state of Mississippi. Yeah, and look, they um, no group of kids in DeSoto County practices more than the Hernando Band. There's no, yeah, I'll, I'll argue with that forever. I mean, they just, they're always working when everybody else is home. It's pretty tremendous. Yeah, so again, congratulations to them, DeSoto Central and to Lewisburg. Now moving to the football. Uh, North Point football. North Point was coming off a huge win to the rival ECS the past week and had a homecoming week that was celebrating their 50th year in the existence of SBC slash North Point. Along with the dress-up days, parades, and pep rallies, North Point also honored their winningest coach of all time, Butch Vesey, before the game started. There was a huge crowd on hand to see North Point take on the Sheffield Knights, who were 6-2, and 5-0 oh in their district coming into the contest. The Trojans caused the Knights to fumble on their opening possession, and then Jack Patterson hits Alex Musgrave on a 35-yard TD pass to take a 7-0 lead after the Sammy Roycevich extra point. On the next Trojan drive, Patterson hits Gray Patterson on a 14-yard touchdown pass to take a 14-0 lead, and then on their third possession, Patterson hits Christian Gilliland on a 77-yard touchdown pass to go up 21-0 at the end of the first quarter. The Trojans score again midway through the second quarter when Patterson hits his fourth TD of the game when he connects with Patton Huxford for a 37-yard touchdown pass. The Trojans get on the board again with two minutes left before halftime when Andrew Timko takes the handoff 19 yards for the touchdown. The score at the half was 35-0. That meant a running clock the rest of the game. The Trojans get two more TDs in the second half, a two-yard run by Justin Henderson and a seven-yard run by Noah Oibuki. The Knights do score with less than one minute and 30 seconds left in the game, and the Trojans win by the final score of 49-7. The Trojans are now 6-3, and their final regular season game will be at home this Friday for senior night versus the toughest team that will have played the entire season, Lausanne. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's going to be a tough game. No doubt about it. Lausanne, perennial playoff team and uh, well-recruiting team. Yeah, Let's yeah, just they, call they, it They recruit very well. They recruit they, very they well. Do they do. Well. <laughs> they have their NIL in, in position quite well. So, good luck to the Trojans. We'll preview that on Friday. Next, Lewisburg football. It was also homecoming for Lewisburg as they also had their dress-up days and beautiful court attendees. But they were facing the best team in 6A Region 1. And from the actual game, there's not much to talk about from the Patriots' side. They lose 48 to nothing to South Haven to fall to 4-4, four 2-3 and four, two and three in district, and will try to get back on the winning side as they make the short trip to Olive Branch this Friday. This is a game that Lewisburg will need to win to try and get a playoff spot with three to four teams currently battling for the last spot. Again, Derek, go back to what we talked about two or three weeks ago. I mentioned a little bit of uh, aggressive officiating yes. in Lewisburg's favor. I think the last two games kind of show Maybe that helped a lot in their defeat of, of Hernando because Hernando's uh, – look, the record's not great, but you're about to tell us Hernando's not a bad football team, and Hernando's a better football team than Lewisburg, and they were better that night and uh, should have won the game. So there you go. go ahead. Tell us about uh, Hernando. From, from Matt, who was there? Oh, I was there. He was there. Uh, lastly, Hernando football. Hernando was still searching for their first district win, and a team that could help to find that elusive win was the 0-7 Horn Lake Eagles. Similar to the North Point game, Horn Lake fumbles on its first drive – this time on its first play, and Hernando turns it into a Brody Martin touchdown run and a 7-0 lead after the Jackson-Usselton extra point. The Tigers get a fourth down stop and then also turn that into points when Topher Jones runs it in for a 13-0 lead after a missed extra point. The Tigers then block a punt to get the ball again, 
and Jones hits Tyler Starnes on a touchdown pass and a 20 to nothing lead. Hornwick fumbles again, and Jones runs it in again for a 27 to nothing lead. Ryan Taylor then intercepts a pass, and Usselton hits a 34-yard field goal to take a 30 to nothing lead. Jones then hits Kraft on a touchdown pass for a 37 to nothing lead. This is all before halftime. The Eagles do score right before halftime to go into halftime trailing. 37 to 7. That would also be the final score in the game as no one scores in the second half with Hernando playing different players and finally getting their first district win 37 to 7. They are now 4 and 5, 1 and 4 overall and will host Center Hill this Friday night. It will be red, white and blue night in the jungle. And that's something I did not realize. I went back and looked because I kept saying, you know, Hernando's four and five, Lewisburg's four and four. And I kept saying, you know, when's Hernando's bye? When's Hernando's bye? Hernando does not have a bye this year. They're yeah. playing 11 games. Yes. So, uh, you know, so I kept waiting for that. Okay, when are they going to catch, you know, get that thing, get that break? They're not going to get a break. They actually have a game, again, this Friday against Center Hill at home. And then, of course, they always end the season against Isle Branch, which will be next Friday. There is no bye for the Tigers. So. Only two more games for the Tigers. That's it. Still in the middle of a playoff push. Yes, Chance, even with yes. the 1-4 record, if they beat Center Hill and they beat Isle Branch, having those three wins could come down to tiebreakers for that last playoff spot. That is correct. Very interesting. Good luck to the Tigers, Trojans, and Patriots, all the teams we uh, we cover. Again, I mentioned Patriots got a long way to go. <laughs> get back on the winning side. Hey, they well, got to score play, again. You play South Panola and South well, Haven back-to-back. Same right. thing Hernando did. They actually started with South Haven, then went to South Panola. Right. Uh, Lewisburg went to South Panola and then hosted South Haven. So that's just a that's a tough back-to-back game. No doubt about it, Derek. No doubt about it. Look, we're going to be here to cover all of that, preview the games, review the games. We appreciate you tuning in to the UTW Podcast. We really do appreciate it. If you enjoy our show, share it with friends and family. Just click the link you know, anywhere you listen to your show. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. There's a place where it says share. Just share the link with your friends and family. Help us continue to grow. Say, so, hey, take a look at what these guys are doing, these two uh, knuckleheads on the UTW Podcast and what they're talking about. Also, find us on Facebook at UTW Podcast, Instagram, UTW Podcast, and on Twitter at UTW Pod. As I just mentioned, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, simply give us a five-star review. Give us that rating. Helps us move up when it comes to local podcasts. If you enjoy our show, you'll enjoy OB Pod. Simply stands for Olive Branch. Covers the eastern side of DeSoto County. Also, deep dive into Center Hill, Lewisburg, and Olive Branch Athletics. OB Pod. Look them up today. Well, Derek, I hope you have a wonderful week. Brave the uh, rain coming uh, in the next 24 hours. And then we have, I think, a really nice, cool uh, rest of the week. So looking forward to that. Now, we are, and I hope that everybody can see that after the rain breaks on Friday night. I want to talk about this real quickly. Friday night, there is a brew fest. The Hernando Rotary Brew Fest is happening on Friday night. It looks like it be absolutely gorgeous weather, 72 in the daytime, 53 at night. No chance of rain, which, you know, knock on wood, God is blessing us with that. So please, please, please try to support that. Uh, I've got tickets if you want to reach out to me. Uh, any Hernando Rotarian will have tickets, or you can buy tickets at the door. But it's going to be a great night, 6 to 9, Friday night. You know, all the beer you want to taste uh, will have food for you to uh, have a ticket get you in the door everything else will be provided again 6 to 9 Friday night at the uh, Panola Street Courtyard right there behind the Community Foundation and ACs get out this Friday and support the Hernando Rotary Club wonderful event that they have get out uh, I've been a couple times and it's always a really nice time well Derek if there's nothing else I'm Matt and I'm Derek join us next time under the water tower Dropped off a pretty little girl, same grade as me. Tried to kiss her once.